El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Abel. And I'm Rosie. And today we have a family podcast. So yeah. It's, it's going to be about our kids. Yeah, because the power of us includes our family. Us is also our kids. Definitely. Even if they're four years old. So check it out. So we're in 2018 and things aren't the same as like when we were kids. Right. Kids are watching different things. Yeah. And we're much busier. Before, we had mom that stayed home, and usually dad went to go work or vice versa. There was a stay-at-home parent. Yeah, so things have changed since we were kids, and that's okay. Technology has advanced, and kids are just different, and they're interested in different things now. Now, so we can't really make them be the way that we were when we were kids, because just the world is different now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a little scary, you know, with, with the kind of stuff that's going on. Oh, gosh, you, you have no idea how much I I fear what my 15-year-old, 5-year-old, and 2-year-olds could see on an open internet. Definitely. So, honestly, guys, we're talking about YouTube. Yeah. And whether if it's good or not for your kids to be on it, and if so, how long, how do you, how do you like, control that? What age? Yeah, because we have a love-hate for, for, I think every parent has a love-hate for YouTube, don't they? Yeah. It saves their butt when they're in long car rides, or when right. they want the kid to just be quiet and, and give them some space. Yeah. But at the same time, they can just fall into this wormhole of just hours and hours and hours of watching YouTube and not right. playing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like my daughter isn't reading enough or she isn't playing outside. Like, I want her to ride a bike. Imagine things, yeah. And yes, exactly. Use her her talents to imagine, to play. Like, why don't kids have imaginary friends anymore? You mm. know, did you have an imaginary friend? Mm. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I did. My girl's name was Crystal. Forever, Crystal. she was my imaginary friend. And when I grew up and guys would hit on me and I didn't know what name to use, I'd be like, I'm Crystal. Oh, Crystal really? with a K. Really? Yeah. You weren't around yet, baby. No one ever hits really? on me since okay. I married you. Don't worry. All right. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, I-, I want my kid's brain to develop. But look. I can't say that Sammy, who's five, her brain hasn't developed because of YouTube, because it has. I think it. I think it. It's 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 both worlds. I think YouTube has actually helped kids nowadays, because nowadays our our kids are like a lot more. Vo- their vocabulary is a yes. little bit higher than before. Yes. The other day, Sammy was like. This is preposterous. <laughs> she said preposterous. Yeah, and I'm oh. like, where could she have learned Good that? Good word. Yeah, her mother. Hello, I use preposterous. Never. I think I'm sure she watched it on one of her reruns i know a few of these channels have a couple million views because of sammy alone she just watched the same show <laughs> over and over again yeah man i don't know if she should be watching that much and we've actually had arguments as a couple yeah. because we disagree on how much is too much and how strict should rosie be usually i'm the one that's like super weary of youtube yeah. because i'm not even into it yet abel knows more the youtube world and but i have seen because of her vocabulary and things that she has learned yeah. that it's not all bad mm-hmm. it isn't now most people parents i know my friends and i admire them they they have the kids watch abc mouse or something like that abc.com that's basically like the stuff we used to do in school where you go on there and it's like a learning game or whatnot super cool sammy's over it like in five minutes like either she got it all down and she's like okay she's not challenged enough 
or to be quite honest, the content can be boring. It can seem yeah. too much like school. So I want to find, look, mindless entertainment for my child because mm -hmm. I can't do homework with them all day, every day. Right. So we have to find the balance as to when and where and how long can she have this YouTube entertainment. Yeah. What do you think, babe? How much is too long? When you let Sammy watch TV when I'm gone, um, and I still call it TV, but I mean YouTube and Sammy corrects me all the time. Um, when, when I'm gone, I know you let her watch YouTube. I really want to know, husband, how long, and be honest with me, our, our friends are listening, Jesus Christ can hear you, <laughs> how long do you let Sammy watch YouTube when uh, I'm not there? Jeez. Does she watch it, does she watch like hours and hours? Okay. It depends if, if we're talking like six months ago. Okay. Definitely. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. It, it really helps me to, to be able to have her do her own thing. And and I'm able to do my thing because if she's not on the phone, guess what she's doing? Daddy, she's bugging this. you, Daddy. Yeah, that, yeah, Daddy, she's... I want a snack. You know, or and fighting just, with Eli. Yeah, right. And uh, so yeah, six months ago, yeah. But I mean, I, I definitely got on board with you when you said something, and uh, you said something about it where it was like, dude, she doesn't play. Like, yeah. she has a dollhouse. She has her Barbies. Forget about going outside. She doesn't do anything creative by herself. She doesn't create. And when you said that, I was like, damn, you're right. All she does is watch other people create things right. on YouTube. And, and she Sammy's doesn't... very creative. I see it in her. And she doesn't create. So I was like, okay. Um, so then I started setting up some guidelines. And, we well, we set them up together. And we'll talk about those a little later. But, yeah. It, I think, I think it really helps out the dad a lot. Right. And I know the mom is very... It helps the mom, too. Yeah, moms are very... Especially if they're your single mom, I, I know it really helps you out. But at the same time, you always have that guilt in the back of your mind. And I think the moms feel it more of like, yeah. damn, my kid's just watching TV all day and not going outside. And it's summer vacation. And all they've done all, all summer vacation has just been on YouTube and on the TV and on computer and Fortnite or whatnot. Right. You know, and, and so I, I think it's just a balance that we have to end up having because it, it does help us. Okay. But at the same time, there are bad things about YouTube. So good right. things, they've helped her expand her vocabulary. Yes. Bad things, as they're expanding their vocabulary, all these little kids over here being sarcastic. And half the time, yeah. they're always fighting with their parents or they're always getting yes. getting it over on their parents. There like, are some things that I will not let Sammy watch. And yeah. it's those little two girls that are always disrespectful. They're always yeah. being bad. And then the dad doesn't discipline them. No. Like at least if the dad would discipline them i could have a conversation with right. sammy right so one babe i'm really glad you were honest i love your honesty to my listeners especially the women when you ask your spouse or partner a question and they answer with the truth don't get on them don't that's not the time to bash them and don't definitely use it in an argument later i mean we want our husbands to talk to us and it's moments like this where you know it surprised me that he would say that he'd let sammy watch hours and hours of youtube but you know what i thank him for his honesty and now we can get to a point of of making a solution and me not bashing him and that's one two this is what i see bad about youtube okay mm -hmm. one i'm not interacting enough with my kid yeah that that scares me that that if i let sammy watch um, YouTube too much or Eli or even Casey who's 15 I'm not talking to them enough and I have to be the primary voice in my daughter's life because right. other than God who who will eventually be her first voice I represent that right now yeah so I'm her first teacher I'm her first psychologist I'm her first doctor I should be her first friend um so I 
I need to speak more to my daughter. Yeah. Um, two, she's like we said, she's not being creative enough because she's watching other people create. Three, I don't think she's getting enough exercise. If she's mm. spending hours and hours and hours on YouTube and and not playing or not, then she really, really isn't developing the motor skills and the the exercise that she needs as a child. Both physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. That was going to be my number four. She's not exercising her mental capability enough, whether it's imagining or one plus one or just seeing how the world works. I think our kids are no longer aware. Yeah of things that happen because they're facing down so much. Mm. They used to teach us in school, be aware. Look at what people are wearing. You know, if you see someone wearing an orange shirt, just take a mental note. Just in case something goes down, you could be like, ooh, it was a guy in the orange shirt. I saw him. Right. Our kids can't say that anymore because no. they're just looking down all the time. Right. Number five, there are certain places where I will not allow YouTube at all. Mm -hmm. That's at church. Or at the dinner table. That's right. it. I won't. I don't care. And it's hell. I know, you guys. It's much easier while you're worshiping at church to sit your kid down because he's he or she is going to bug you. It's much easier to let him or her watch a video. Or at the dinner table. Oh, my gosh. That's the most tempting for me. Yeah, especially at a restaurant. Oh, I want to just have them be quiet and enjoy a nice yeah. meal and, and them not bug people around them. That's the easy way out. Mm -hmm. But if YouTube is your go-to all the time, then I think think it's too much and yeah. we have to step up and be parents again and take the difficult route and not just let YouTube be everything for our kids. Definitely. And so like we're talking about YouTube because that's the, one of the prominent things in our in our life that really helps us out. But I mean, this could be anything. This could be your kids' video games. I'm, I'm sure maybe Eli is probably going to be more tend, uh, more uh, more lean towards video games than, than Sammy will, just yeah. because that's the way guys and girls work. But it could be YouTube. It could be video games. Yeah. It can be anything necessarily. It can be texting. Like yeah. uh, for Casey right now, she's not really into YouTube too much, but it could be like Snapchat or how much time she texts Instagram. her friends. What are the hours for FaceTiming friends? Right. Um, I, I just think we have to teach our kids balance. Yeah. YouTube is neither the devil nor our savior. Mm -hmm. Nothing is. We have to teach our children when to have balance, but therefore we have to have balance True. on how much we give our kids YouTube. Um, so no, I don't think YouTube is, is hell. And I don't think Sammy is going to be any, any less intelligent or successful. Sammy's going to be amazing. My three kids are, but I really have to make guidelines Definitely. for YouTube. So what do we do, babe? We have a few tips for you guys that we're trying out and they're working for us and then we're, we're still learning it ourselves. Right. But mm, let's have a conversation together. All right. We'll be right back after this. You guys know that I'm a speaker, a teacher. I love the word. Mm -hmm. And you can find more of those spiritual snacks on my YouTube channel, Rosie Rivera. Go ahead and have your daily word. And remember to... And rem... <laughs> I don't know. I just you guys subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and remember to subscribe. All right, guys. So we're talking about YouTube. We're talking about anything that just that takes our kids to a different place where they're no longer physically around or aware. They're no longer exercising. They're no longer doing anything. And these these are the things that both help us and they hurt us. Yeah. So we've And we can't pretend it's just this generation, babe, because every summer I used to gain weight because all I did was, was watch, watch TV. TV and eat. 
Because that we didn't have money for a babysitter, dude. So kind of TV was our babysitter. And yeah. every Saturday morning, mom right. slept in and I watched cartoons. For so sure. we can't pretend that this is that this is a new generational thing. What makes it harder is, is that the TV travels now. True. That that now YouTube is in the car. Yeah. That now you can have it at church, that on at a dinner table. So what are the guidelines we're gonna make, babe, to really help us? Make balance. I don't want Sammy just to study all day or or be one of those kids that's working all the time, whether it's in ballet or or gymnastics. I, I don't want that. I want her to have some fun, mindless entertainment. I think yeah, it helps kids to have that too. But how much is too much? I, I really think that we have to just set boundaries. Like if the first thing your kid does when, when they wake up is go directly to a phone or to a tablet or to whatever it is and just wants to watch YouTube, I think that that's a big issue Yeah. to start off. At, well, Just to adults off. too, man. I, I really I try not to do it anymore. I will do anything. I'm just like, what would I do if I didn't have my phone? I can sit here and pray just real quick or I can start my day earlier. I can just sit and like really rest. And before I get into like what everyone else is doing, just really be in tune with me right. before I start my day. So even with adults, I don't think we should reach for our phone in the first thing. That's true. I agree. We always want to check our emails, text messages, Instagram, yeah. whatever, Facebook. And I, I definitely agree. And I think it's just um, it just shows where your heart's at or where mm. your mind's at, you know? And that can be formed and that can be changed very easily. So for one, Sammy doesn't go for the phone. I mean, she she does try she to go for it. Yeah. She still tries to go for the phone every once in a while or, or the, the tablet immediately as she wakes up. But I we told her no. You, and you know what? We showed her no. Yeah. Anything that you want to teach your child has to be by example. Monkey right. see, monkey do. We've known this our whole life. But really, really, they're watching. So if Sammy knows that I'm reaching for my phone, if she sees it, she's going to think, well, I can too. So I purposely let Sammy know that's not what I do. I get up. I say good morning. I do other things so that my day starts without the phone. And that's why she knows she can't ask mommy for the phone. And there will be growing pains, especially in the beginning as you're trying to make a change with your kid. They're going to sit there and cry. They're going to throw a fit. They're going to ruin your sleep. But you have to go through it. And we were able to do that with Sammy. And now she knows. Does she still come and ask? Yes. But she doesn't throw a fit anymore. When we tell her no, she says, okay, papi. And she'll go and play with her dollhouse for about 20, 30 minutes. Go eat some breakfast. And then she'll come back. And then we'll put on a movie or something like that. And she will continue playing or cleaning or something like that. This is like a regular Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. So number one, when making boundaries for YouTube, video games, any type of mindless entertainment. Rule number one, they can't wake up and reach for for that first thing. Right. Okay, what about two? I think that we have to, we have to, as, as parents, we need to help them also go outside and exercise. Give mm, them a reason. It's good. Because it, it's not like before, man. Um, unless you're living in a big old family situation where you got the, your your brother's kids right there and it's, yeah. it's like you got your cousins there, your kid isn't going to go and play. They're not going to go and play with the neighbors necessarily. Yeah. We're, it's not like before. That's true. It's our just, our society is not. not the same where you can go on and knock on a neighbor's door and say, hey, you want to play? That doesn't exist anymore. I don't know why. You can't trust neighbors. You don't. You, yeah. you know, just life, life is really really crazy right now where you can't trust anybody um it's just it's just very something that you have to be very careful with right and which i understand but you have to encourage your kids to go outside so what does that mean that means you as a parent go outside exactly, with exactly that's good yeah the other day babe i really loved it how um you got in the pool with the kids yeah. you know you made it an activity and i think that's rule number two 
do what you want your kid to do. Yeah. And that's get outside, you yeah. know, go to the park with them, walk with them, go play with them, uh, play catch. Like all those things are, are not only great for activities, but those are memories your kids are going to have forever. Eli and Sammy will look back to that day where we were just chilling in the pool with them yeah. and, and saying, hey, and even Sammy said, mommy, can we do it again? Mm. So get out there with your kids. That's number two. So whether if it's the pool, the park, something that's fun. Yeah. If your kid likes to play catch, just play catch with them. You know, if if your kid's older, find an activity that they can do where they're not on their phone. Mm, that's you know, good. even if it's going to go uh, play whack-a-mole or to go play skee-ball or something like that, find an activity that they're going to just in- be engaged and not be on their phone with, you know? Yeah. Mental, mental just creativity and stuff like that. You have to really teach your kids and let them know, hey – I believe that you can do the same thing that that little kid is doing on, sure. on their YouTube. That's good. Maybe you don't have to record it. You don't have to do anything. But at least the kid can either copy it or, or make their own story. Right. You know, Sammy watches this thing called Ani and Elsia. And I'm sure your kid does too if you have a little girl. <laughs> and these little girls are just, they're they are making bank, by the way. They got yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous following. And everything is just all them creating it. So Disney can't even go after them. I'm, I'm really happy for them. Yeah. And um, I mean... These girls are just creating a story every time with two or three or four dolls, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. So they're just being creative and letting their mind go. Let your kid do that. I mean, encourage your kid to do that and say, hey, I think you can do that as right. well. Give them encouragement so that they're not just consumers, but they also create. Because it's right. important for our kids to create and believe in themselves and let each other know that, oh, they can do it, but I can't. No, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, that's just one, That's just my personal opinion because I definitely believe strongly and that our kids should create something, right. whether if it's a song, a music, um, um, a dance, uh, whatever. Just a poem, whatever. Just yeah, help I that kid too. find his voice and find that they can be good at something and they don't just have to watch somebody else do it. Right. Number three, which made me think right now, um, I love how you know Ani and Elsa's name, that mm. you are involved in the content. Whatever content your kid is watching, whether it's Fortnite or Snapchat or music, You know, I'm thinking of Casey, who's 15. We have to know these things, these names. We have to know the challenges. What's the Kiki challenge? What's the trend that's going on? The other day, Casey was taking some pictures and she was recreating a picture of another girl that has 2 million followers. And I, I made it a conversation of like, whoa, babe, you're beautiful. You don't have to recreate anyone else. You don't have to pretend to be anyone else. Yeah. I don't care how many followers she has. I didn't understand it was a challenge where she's like, no, mom, it's everyone recreating someone else's picture. Okay, cool. At least now I know. But we had a conversation about it where right. I stuck in some wisdom of, girl, you're an individual. You don't have to be like someone else. So what I'm saying is for rule number three is, Know the content your kid so is true. watching, for whether both, it's, yeah. For both good and bad. Right, exactly. I mean, if it's Fortnite, dude, play a game with them. The kids are into it. Yeah, okay, I'm going to try and play this Fortnite thing and see how fun it is, see how bad it is, if there's any killing or shooting or whatever, and, and see, okay, you know, and make conversations in it, you yeah. know? And, and uh, like, even with Sammy, we know who Anya and Elsia are. Right. We we listen to it. Definitely. and then And then you 
get into their world so that you can give them lessons or at least have fun with them and they feel that their content is important to you too. And also guide them, you know? Because like we said, we know those two little girls, they're not they're not a good influence on Sammy. So as funny as she might think that they are, we don't let her watch them. Yeah, and the two little sisters that are always fighting and disobeying their parents. Oh my gosh, I wish I could talk so to So we don't parents. let them do that. And then I, for whatever reason, don't feel peace with the masks. There's these like... Right. They're like adults and they're wearing masks but they're making content but for kids. But they're always like stealing... They're always like yeah. kidnapping the girl and tying her Something up. Like yeah, that. no, I don't so, either. I mean, I watch these things slightly but more than anything, we hear them to hear what they're saying because yeah. sometimes these kids do say some borderline stuff that's like... Risque or close to bad words and yeah, I have and, to tell And that's Sammy. not cool. Yeah. So yeah, you have to watch them because the, your kids are going to learn from them and it's going to help them but at the same time mm, it can really damage them. You could good. you could end up having a really sarcastic little smart mouth kid Ugh. off of these videos. Yeah. Why? Because it's the bad things that sell in life. Right. And regardless of what you're doing, it doesn't matter how old you are, it's the bad things that sell. Right. On TV, especially Spanish TV, it's ridiculous how much bad bad things sell, whether if it's controversy, people fighting, etc., etc., etc. It's never going to be a lighthearted show, which is one of the coolest things uh, that that I loved um, just a quick side note, I loved about I love Jenny. You know, I Love Jenny wasn't a reality show that had drama, 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 like the like the Kardashians. And although I'm sure they have great things, too, but theirs is based around drama. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, meanwhile, your sisters was based around comedy and and lighthearted things that have lighthearted, beautiful moments in a a family. So you just got to really figure that out, both for your own life as well, because you can't just be watching all these bad things and expect for your kids not to watch all these bad things. Also watch good things as well that can edify or bring bring goodness into your life. That's good. Um, But yeah, just not police them. But just be weary of what your kids are watching, especially yeah. if they're smaller. And when they're older, even even more, man. Exactly. Because by the time that they're older, you can't really control them yeah. like that. You get me? All you can do is guide is them guide and lead them, them and, exactly. and just let them know your opinion. I mean, I don't tell Casey what music to listen to anymore. She's 15. I had to do that when she was about eight or nine. And what I would do and what I wouldn't listen to um, and why I wouldn't like it. You know, I just give her my opinion on the Ariana Grandes, on the Becky G's, on yeah. all of them. Like, oh, you know why I like them or don't like them. Um, okay, so number four. This yeah. is this works wonders for me. I think I know what it is. What is it? Is it a timer? Yes, yeah. it is. It gives it lets my Sammy know that there's balance. As yeah. as much as she's on YouTube, say it's like uh, I'm like, okay, you know, Alexa, 20 minute timer. Right. So she knows that she can watch her show, whether it's a movie or whether it's uh, Anya and Elsie or whatever it is on YouTube until it beeps for 20 minutes. And then she has to play for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So play time and or, or homework time or whatever time is, is longer. Right. But it's, it, it gives her both. Yeah. So that way she, she has a mental idea of how long she can be on the phone, how long is too long, and that play time and that active time should be longer. Yeah. And you know why the timer is important and essential? Because it's not the same thing of you saying, I'm going to let you play for 20 minutes, and then when I tell you to stop is when you're going to stop. That doesn't work the same. You know yeah. why? Because cause the concept of time can't fit in anybody's head. I don't know right. if you've ever been working out with somebody training you or something like that, but if they tell you, oh, I want you to keep going for a minute, and, and you don't have a clock or something guiding you. It can seem like the longest minute of feel, your life. It can feel forever. Yeah. You know? But but if you if you put a timer either on your cell phone or on mm-hmm. your watch or on Alexa or whatever it might be, and then they hear that deet, 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 
they know that that's when to stop. Right. Not just mommy every time when she wants, she just comes and she just tells me when exactly. to stop. Exactly. Sometimes it's going to feel like 10 minutes. Sometimes it's going to feel like 20 minutes. Sometimes it's going to feel like like five minutes. And it feels like they, oh, I got no, I got, I didn't get to watch my YouTube. Yeah. You know? But if you put a timer, it's something third party that just is. Exactly. You know? And they can't fight you on it. They can't say, oh, that wasn't 20 minutes. Right. That was so fast. Whatever. Exactly. It's just something there. So that's why it's good to have an external timer that can guide them and let them know. And then, again, just like with the whole morning thing, it's going to take a little bit of time for them to not moan and groan. But they're going to end up figuring it out and exactly. accepting it because they're, they're still growing. Sammy now does the timer on her own, yeah. which makes me super proud. I can be somewhere else and she's like, Mommy, can I use your phone? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And she'll be like, Alexa, can you do it for five minutes? And she she doesn't know the concept of time yet, but at least she's learning. Like she gave herself a timer, which lets me know that we're doing something right, that that's when the YouTubes, the phone, all these things can be used to teach your child balance. And yeah. that's one of the most important lessons that you can teach your child because she's going to need balance um, in, in her time, of course, and what she eats and good and bad and mindless entertainment and everything she's going to need balance okay number five and the final one you have to have absolute no's so there will be times where she can or can can't use um the phone or the the whatever it may be but there are for sure places and i don't have too many of them where she knows it is an always no don't even ask it's not gonna happen i don't care if you throw a fit i don't care if you're at the restaurant on the floor like i've had some really embarrassing moments because they're gonna test you on these but i have two places and i told you before where my kids cannot have a phone in their hand and that's at church or at the dinner table yeah I'll even let her have breakfast or lunch sometimes if she's, you know, if she's been a good girl and we've had a good morning. Mommy, may I use the phone while I have my cereal? Just a little bit, Sammy, but only if you're eating. You get yeah. me? So even then I'm using it like have a few bites. If you, Once you're halfway done, then you can use the, the phone. But at dinner, it's our time. I want to talk. I want to look at each other. Even sit in silence or yeah. if you're screaming and throwing a tantrum, go for it. I'm not going to be embarrassed. You're not going to get the phone. So number five, have places where it's an absolute no no matter how hard they make it for you yeah i definitely agree uh just because it it, it lets them know that they just can't do it all the time because if they can do it all the time they're gonna do it all the time yeah you know so i mean have your places of where they can for sure uh watch their youtube but at the same time make sure that you set your boundaries it's very important you know we're gonna just be really blunt I, I love YouTube. I love YouTube for my life. Yeah. And as a parent, it really, 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 really helps me out. <laughs> uh, my wife told me that um, one of a uh, really great worshiper named Carrie Joby, she was asked a question as to... Uh, Carrie what... Job or Carrie Joby? Uh, I, I've heard both. I, th- I think it's Job. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I, you know what? I haven't great heard her say Great worshiper. Look up her music. Yeah, she, she's amazing. Um, and they asked her, what, what, what do you like to watch? What's your favorite TV show or movie or whatever on right now? And she's like, you know what? I love YouTube yeah. because it saves my life and right. it helps me out with my kid. She has a very busy life. She's traveling all the time and she's going around with her kid. And we all have busy lives, whether right. we're a single parent or we're just a parent uh, and we're doing this together or whatnot. Yeah. It, it, it is hard to raise kids and live in 2018, right. especially in L.A., where yes. you can't afford to have a, a, a decent job right. and at the same time a decent it place. It takes two parents working. You know, so many times we find ourselves working from paycheck to paycheck to, to make ends meet, and we need that extra help. Yeah. You know? 
And YouTube really does help us, but it's very important that we don't lose our kids to YouTube. Exactly. YouTube cannot raise our kids. Exactly. I love that sentence. YouTube or any Video mindless, games. Ent mindless entertainment cannot raise our kids. Use it to help you. Yes. But don't abuse it. Right. And then you'll teach your children to use it and not abuse it. Whatever it may be. Don't feel guilty. You are not a bad mama. No. You are not a bad papa. No. Just use it and control it and, and use it to teach them better balance more than anything right. so try it i mean we gave you five tips today now it's your turn it's gonna be tough the first few weeks but then later on you're gonna hear your kid tell alexa on google five minute timer yeah or whatever it may be um and and remember make conversations watch the content with them um and it can be a blessing for your life and your yeah. child's life let us know what you think. I mean, leave us comments. I'm Rosie Rivera on Instagram. Abel is Abel's Worship. Um, leave us comments and let us know what you think. If you have some tips for us, yeah. like Abel said, we're learning, we're growing. We're still raising our kids. We don't know it all. This is the power of us and you give us power too. So leave some comments or you can write to contact at rosierivera.com and let us know how it went for you. Definitely. Homework for you guys this week. Try your best to find a time of when they're going to be watching their YouTube. And instead of watching their YouTube, take them out. Something free, whether to the park, uh, whether to just do something that they're going to like. Not just a walk around the uh, around the block because, honestly, they're not going to like it. Something that's going to stimulate their mind. At the park, most likely, will be the, mm. the best place to go. Yeah. Even going to Chuck E. Cheese if you want for dinner instead and then playing with them instead yeah. of them being on their phone. At least they're getting active and they're interacting with you. But um, one, take them out. And yeah. st instead of being them them being on their phone. And two, this week, get in a little bit. Get into Good their job. world. Try to figure out what they like. Watch something with them, whether if it's going to be on their phone, on the TV, whatever they like, whether if it's a show. Just sit there and ask them questions. Get into their world. That way you can get to know them a little bit better. We really, really love being here. We love being back. We love being on this yes. podcast with you guys. Thank you guys for all the love. Keep sharing this with your friends. Um, we just want this to grow. We just want to be raw, honest people uh, that – Talk to other raw, honest people about life. Yes, exactly. Raw and honest is the power of us. See you next time. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.